Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. The trophy wife, cradle robbing, sugar daddies, boy toys. What do all these terms have in common? Well, they all allude to relationships in which one of the partners is older than the other. Coming up on the program, we're going to explore age gap relationships in in depth. I was on the show with Natasha uh, this uh, this afternoon talking about that. We just saw a little snippet of it, but I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into this. But first, let's take a look at the inbox. Make a connection anytime at 514 800 Time to answer some of your questions, which you can email me anytime to laurie at drlaurie.com. So just left over from last night, uh, a question here. Uh, Seems some of the symptoms of Asperger's overlap with anxiety disorder as well. So what would be the ultimate distinguishing factor between the two? Or how would you define the latter more concisely then with regards to its major distinguishing symptoms? So there was a, there was a couple of questions last night about Asperger's. Um, I think one in particular, uh, somebody wrote in who said he had Asperger's and had difficulty uh, relating to women and, and getting dates and such. So just to clarify a little bit, because it is a good question, because we often do see anxiety disorders in people uh, with Asperger's for for some obvious reasons. But uh, when we're talking about Asperger's, we're talking about a pervasive developmental disorder that belongs to the class of autism spectrum disorders. And in the recent uh, in, in the recent last year or the year before, they uh, things have changed in the um, in the way we diagnose not the the, the diagnostic uh, manual that we use in uh, psychology and psychiatry to um, uh, basically to give names to the disorders and to, uh, you know, to, to, to look at what they are and, and what have you. So really, um, it's hard to know now because Asperger's was taken out. It used to be uh, its own thing, and now it's just part of the autism spectrum disorder. So I still use Asperger's because to me, it distinguishes uh, a certain group of people who are on the autism spectrum because when you think of autism, you, we tend to, to think more extreme. So basically, uh, when we look at Asperger's, we're talking about impairment in um, mostly in basic aspects of communication and relationships. So people with Asperger's and people with social anxiety disorder, for example, uh, experience difficulty in social situations. So they become anxious in social uh, situations, but they are completely different uh, disorders. The the diagnostic, that's what I wanted to find the word diagnosis, the diagnostic criteria and the symptoms of the disorders are actually uh, quite different. So Asperger's is usually diagnosed in childhood, although um, certainly in the last uh, 20 years or so, I've been working with adults on the spectrum who have been diagnosed as adults simply because many years ago, we just didn't have the language or the diagnostic tools to... Um, to actually pick this up. So uh, what we end up seeing, uh, in at least in, in children, and it, it tends to carry on 
in adulthood, but there's impairment in social interaction, uh, trouble with eye contact, for example, trouble reading facial expressions and body language, uh, trouble developing uh, friendships and understanding social and emotional perspectives of others. So a little bit of the, the, the empathy is, uh, is difficult. Uh, oftentimes, uh, people on the spectrum uh, engage in restricted and repetitive patterns of behavior. They can become excessively preoccupied with, it, with particular interests or routines and, uh, and rituals. Uh, things, there's also some um, repetitive motor um, behaviors as well. So there's that. So how now if we're looking at an, an anxiety disorder, mostly we're looking at social anxiety disorder, uh, and how does that differ from Asperger's? So if you have an anxiety disorder, anxiety is the driving force behind the difficulties that you would experience in, in social situations or performance situations. So your ability to function is limited by your anxiety in those situations. But with a diagnosis of Asperger's, um, this can still happen, but does not require the presence of anxiety. So, uh, behavior in social situations is impaired because of the, not because of the anxiety, but because of trouble reading and understanding the social and emotional cues. So we thought we often find, for example, that people with Asperger's, uh, could appear very rude or tactless. They, it's kind of like a, a no filter. They just say what's, what's on their mind. They have a, a difficult time, <clears throat> excuse me, understanding a uh, humor or, uh, taking hints. Sometimes they, uh, have trouble with, with social space, like maybe, uh, sitting, um, you know, getting too close to somebody, maybe talking too loud. They have trouble understanding the meaning of gestures of tone of voice and facial expressions. They don't pick up on those things. Um, now that's not the same as somebody who's socially anxious. Usually if, if you uh, are somebody who, who has a social anxiety disorder, it's your fear of embarrassment or humiliation that will manifest in the opposite types of behavior, like standing too far or, or trying to become invisible or talking too softly or being actually overly sensitive to other people's body language and facial cues. So it's quite, it's very, very, um, different. Uh, so, and people with a social anxiety disorder can form relationships and the trouble they have is, is just impaired by their anxiety. But people with Asperger's have difficulty with the actual nuts and bolts of communication that make relationships, um, possible. There were studies done that looked at the brains of people with, uh, a social anxiety disorder and, uh, people with Asperger's and it, their, their brains are different. The, the different parts of the brains light up. So it's not at all the same, even though you can find anxiety in people with, uh, with Asperger's. In fact, anxiety and depression are, uh, quite common, uh, comorbid. We call them comorbid, um, <clears throat> conditions that occur. So you, you might see both of those things. So I hope that's a bit clearer, but in future shows there, I, I do want to, um, 
to focus on on this and in in terms of relationships because I think it's important. Uh, I I see, happen to see a lot of couples where one person is on the autism spectrum, and uh, they come into therapy because they mostly have problems with communication issues, and so they need uh, they need help with that. Um, <clears throat> another question, how long can you wear edible underwear? <laughs> this is a, a leftover from our fetish fashion, I'm imagining. Uh, so edible underwear, for those who don't know, are basically underwear made of licorice, like a, almost like, think of um, fruit roll-ups, uh, but thin, thin fruit roll-ups. And uh, you put them on and your partner's supposed to eat them off of you, right? So they're made of like fruit roll-ups and... and um, and, and licorice for, for strings and what have you. They're very thin. They're made to kind of melt in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you keep them on too long, the sweat will just make them really sticky to your privates. So a uh, recommendation, if you're going to wear them, wear them not under clothes, wear them, and then your partner eats them like right away. Uh, so that doesn't happen. Mm. Um my girlfriend wants to see me. It's never enough. I feel choked and she texts too much. What do I do? You better talk to your girlfriend and tell her exactly how you feel because over the long term, this is going to kill the relationship if, uh, if, if this is something that you don't, uh, you don't work out with your partner. So here's where communication is really, really important. Uh, age gap relationships coming up. If you are in a relationship with more than 10 years difference, I'd love to hear from you at 514-800. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. It's a fact that most of us will end up with someone within three years of our own age, which means that we find people around our own age somewhat maybe uh, more comforting. But then there are those that go far beyond that. And we see couples that are 10 years, 15 years, 20 years uh, with an age difference. And don't they make you wonder like how and why they do it. And we certainly have a judgment as a society. So it kind of makes you like an outsider if you uh, marry someone who is not in your uh, age group, right? Uh, but believe it or not, in different parts of the world, it's actually quite, uh, quite commonplace. And age disparity in relationships has actually been around uh, forever, there are examples of especially the older man, younger woman match since like ancient Greece. Like this has been going on uh, for a, a very long time. Men would marry women in their teens, for example, that were about half their age. European royalty preferred uh, younger brides. Even to this day, many cultures and societies prefer an age difference. Think of all those um, arranged marriages in uh, parts of Asia, Middle East, most of them, of course, are between an older man and a younger woman. A younger woman, and some of those—they're not even women; they're girls. I mean, that's that's a whole other area uh, for me, and that's that's quite extreme. But what do you think about uh, age gap relationships? And I, I'd like to really talk also about. Uh, the the older woman younger man scenario because 
I mean, the, the, the reverse, older man, younger woman, has been around, like, we've seen it. We've been exposed to it for a very, very, very long time. Uh, but, you know, the word cougar and uh, when we talk about older women, younger men, that, that's a little newer. Uh, or at least it's a little more out of the out of the closet, uh, but it's becoming more. I don't want to say the norm, but I think we're seeing it um, a whole lot more. And why is that? I don't even know if there's uh, an explanation. But I'd love to hear from you. If uh, are you in a relationship with more than a ten year gap, and when you see uh, people in a relationship with more than a 10 year gap. What are your uh, thoughts on that? What do you, do you judge it? Do you, um, do you make assumptions about it? What's really interesting is that most of us uh, prefer to date someone close to our own age. Uh, But many of us are still open to someone who is 10 to 15 years our junior or senior. Uh, and that was according to uh, a study that looked at this, that yes, we would prefer it, but we would still be open to it. And 8% of married couples today have an age difference of 10 years or, uh, or more. I want to hear uh, your thoughts. When I was 18, I was involved with a 47-year-old beautiful woman. She was divorced. It was mostly sexual, but I think I fell in love. I do remember being devastated when it ended. Lasted about 18 months. Learned a lot. See, the the difference here is that the 47-year-old wasn't looking to you, the 18-year-old, as a life partner but as a sexual partner. And this is often the, uh, how we picture these kinds of relationships. They're a little bit exploitative, right? Like where some, there's like a, a, a condition to it. You provide the sex as a young stud, uh, and uh, I provide whatever else, right? Uh, except that you don't count on developing feelings or at least Maybe she didn't have those kinds of feelings and was in it for one thing, but as a young 18-year-old who's getting all this attention and maybe first sexual experiences, um, it could be devastating. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. Since we are on this topic, I would like to voice how disturbing it is to hear all those comments going on in social media about Keanu Reeves' new girlfriend. They make it seem that he is dating an older woman when in fact she is almost 10 years younger than he is. It is to the point that we expect every actor to be dating an 18-year-old. This generation has a creepy (laughs) mindset. Uh, Do you think we have a creepy mindset? I don't know. What's the Keanu Reeves story? People are making a fuss. I don't think I've even... uh, notice that but is there an expectation that uh, successful older actors uh, will end up with uh, young people think of trump for example he's always always had i think uh, young uh, young women on his arm as well right so when you think of that or you look at this you get like there is an attitude it's like we look at this and we say okay there's got to be a reason right? What's the reason why a beautiful young 
woman would be with a much older guy who's 20, 30 years older uh, than she is. What's the assumption we make? Right away, we think, ah, it's for the lifestyle. Oh, it's for the money. Uh, it's for something, right? Uh, so that that's what we think about. But I would love to hear from people who where this wasn't the case, where you truly fell in love with someone who was much older than you, where it had nothing to do with what they were able to offer you in terms of uh, money or lifestyle, that there wasn't a, a conditional reason. But we judge and we speculate an awful lot as a, as a society, believe me. What's interesting is the research suggests that younger people are often more critical of these relationships despite what changes in society and, and the thoughts we ha that would have us believe. This is, um, I think, maybe because younger people are maybe wrapped up more in their reputation. Maybe they don't want to be judged as much. And maybe as we get older, we care less about judgment. So um, a much like an older woman, an, a woman in her 50s, won't care what anybody else says and won't care if uh, family members don't accept or whatever because she's going to do it because she wants to do it. And so there may be a different um, attitude when it comes to that. just want to hear uh, what you think at 514-800. Uh, she was 47 and was able to separate sex from emotion. I could not. So this is a uh, the 18 year old, uh, I cried for weeks. Let's be honest. Only a small percentage of these relationships will last. Uh, well, that's, that's true. Uh, I mean, first of all, especially you're taught like your relationship, 18, you're 18 years old dating a 47 year old. I cannot see that, uh, long-term. And you have to ask yourself, like, what do you have in common? My first question is, what does a 47-year-old woman have in common with an 18-year-old uh, man, <clears throat> boy, really? Uh, what could it be? Aside from the, the, the sexual stuff that goes on, completely different. Like you're just out of high school. She's probably, you know, divorced, had kids, blah, blah, blah. The whole life worth of experience with someone who's very inexperienced in life. So doesn't in that situation, you kind of could figure it's for one thing and, and one thing only. But as an 18-year-old, um, you know, you romanticize love and you, like it could be a whole other feeling for that 18-year-old. I think you are projecting, Dr. Lori, the new generation are not hung up on age like your generation. Uh, I don't know. I was just quoting a study. So um, it, it was a study that asked young people and uh, they weren't so big on it. So they were judgy about it. You, you think that young people are not judging this now and that only my generation judges it? I'm not like if you ask people of my age now, I think that my generation in my fifties are have less of a problem with it today, actually, than say when we were younger, we may, may have looked upon it in a, in a, in a different way. What do you think? I'm currently a 28 year old woman and have been with my partner for 11 years. We have 13 years between us. 
I was 17 when I met him and he was 29. I've had my fair share of judgment from family and friends, but wouldn't change a thing because he is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I am not with him for any reason besides love. So these are the stories I want to hear. Like there are, of course, there has to be some challenges. Like you said, you've had your fair share of judgment and yes, I'm sure your parents were concerned and worried and, and maybe, you know, there were, there were issues around that. But so you're talking 13 years, both of you still at an age where, uh, you could, you could actually want and get to the same place. Like you want to build a family. You could build a family because you were both in that, in that age range. But what happens when you have a 50 year old woman who can't have kids, who's with a 30 year old guy who may want to have kids, for example. So like those are particular challenges um, that you see mostly in, in the, the older woman, younger man, with that particular challenge, which you do not see with an older man and a younger woman, because older men can continue to have children, uh, until whatever their nineties or, or what have you, they can still father children. So it becomes a, a different kind of, uh, different kind of issue. I'd love to hear your May, December romance stories, your age gap relationships. Uh, what's too wide of a gap and, uh, what are some of the challenges that you have faced? Uh, From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. We're talking about age gap relationships right now, and I've got a couple of text messages I want to share with you. I've heard you say age gap relationships are hard because of family and friends disapproving. If gay people shouldn't let this deter them, then why should couples with an age gap, no matter how big it is? It's easier said than done because oftentimes we want the acceptance, approval, and support of those uh, around us who are important to us. So, uh, yeah, in an ideal world, we wouldn't let it deter us and we wouldn't let that judgment affect us. But uh, for many, I think it, it really does affect us. Another text writes, uh, people can be judgmental. Twice people thought my ex was my father. Uh, another text says, I have a spin on this topic. The opposites of physical composition. Example, the very overweight guy who has a gorgeously slim, very fit girlfriend or wife. Don't stop there. The big gay bear with his smaller tan dynamo in a speedo bathing suit. Is it chemistry or money? As an overweight gay man, I cannot think other than the latter motive. So there again, you're looking at uh, a condition on, uh, on the love, right? So that's a judgment that we make, but is it not possible that a, uh, a younger or uh, not just a younger, but let's say, as you said, a physical composition difference, a slim person might be attracted to a heavier guy or vice versa or something like that. Or a slim guy might be attracted to a, a heavier girl. We see those and they're not based on uh, conditions either. Uh, my husband and I are 17 years apart and he is just too old school about everything. So there's uh, one of the challenges, right? Is your thinking 
is different. You come from a, a different generation. You were brought up in a different way and so may have very different ways of viewing uh, the world, which can be quite frustrating, I imagine. Uh, back to the uh, 18-year-old who was with a 47-year-old. We both loved the same music and movies. I was well-read. I remember great evenings with no sex. We got along really well. She looked 27, not 47, but was a tad... I was a tad intimidated by her paying for movies, pizza, etc. I guess it was puppy love on my part, but I had no control over falling for her. But even at 18, I wondered when it would end. It ended when she began to see a man around her age. was not easy dating a girl my age group after her. Darn, thinking about her even now makes me smile. So a third of uh, uh, American women, according to research, between 40 and 69 are dating younger men. That's a third. That's quite a, a big number. Now, do we think it's because of the sex? Because that's what we think of, right? Uh, younger men have all that more stamina and older women uh, are peaking and, and want that back and etc. But do you think it's just about the sex? I don't think so. I think women also uh, report that they like the spontaneity and flexibility that younger partners uh, could offer. In fact, one study found that the men said they actually liked the life successes and sophistication of older women and didn't feel threatened at all. Uh, younger men often find older women more financially stable, interesting, and more sexually adept. So um, maybe this trend has become more and more popular because older women these days are not what they used to be. Women are aging better today. They're more conscious about their bodies. They, uh, they work out. Many of them opt for a little uh, nip and tuck uh, to make them look younger. So there are more older women in the dating market than uh, before. Of course, that's thanks to the high divorce rates and, of course, longer life expectancy. So all of those factors uh, play a role. I think just the way that we are aging and aging better might make these relationships simply more uh, more viable and more uh, attractive. Uh, Texter writes, I dated a man 20 years older than me. I was 50, he was 70, but he behaved like a teenager. He would check out each woman who crossed our path when we uh, went out together. <laughs> uh, you know, our brains don't age that much. That's what's really um, interesting when it comes to sexuality and when it comes to love and lust and feeling desired and wanting. Like your brain at 50 or your brain at 70 still feels the same age. That's the thing. So our bodies, our bodies age much faster than our minds do and our, our brains do. Uh, sometimes opposites attract, this texture writes, also different tastes. I look up to older people and most of my friends are older. It is an advantage for younger people because often older people are more mature-minded and stable. And sure, that might actually be um, the attraction for uh, for younger uh 
for younger men wanting older women. So we are definitely seeing more of that. Uh, today on the Natasha Hall Show, we talked about uh, Helen Bonham Carter, who is with someone, I think, who she's 50-something, and I think he's he's 37. I, but she, I mean, she looks great. You couldn't, you can't really tell. It's not like you're saying, oh, my goodness, look, she looks like your mother. Um that you don't see. Although I see much more the that looks like your father reaction than I see that with women. And maybe because women are aging differently. I don't know. What what do you think about that? 514-800 or 514-790-0800 if you'd like to call in and give me your thoughts. But I want to hear about your relationships. If you've got these... Um, uh, age gap relationships. I want to know what you think. So, and you know, there's a formula that people have come up with and I wonder how it's not scientific. Believe me, this isn't scientific, but this is what most people say is acceptable. It's half your age plus seven, but does that work in the reverse as well? That's how young is too young, but how old or, or what about how much older you are than the person? Does it does it work for the older woman and the younger guy as well? So I think we, we feel very differently or we judge it quite, um, quite differently. You think that's ever going to go away, that we're not going to be so judgmental of people's choices? Can we not let people just live and make up their own uh, decisions about this? We're such a judgmental society, aren't we? And these are consenting adults. Let's not forget that. Consenting adults. Uh, so maybe we can hold off on being so judgmental. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Talking about age gap relationships, have you had relationships with a really with a big age gap, like over ten years? Would like to hear your thoughts on that. What were the challenges? What what worked and uh, what didn't work? We have Dave on the line. Hi, Dave. Hi there. Good evening. Hi. Okay, I'm 52. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, okay, it doesn't really matter, I guess, but I am visually impaired. I'm partially sighted. Okay. Um, I absolutely love dating older ladies, and for some reason, older ladies tend to take to me very, very easily, and I believe it's because I appreciate how women are staying younger, they're looking younger, and they actually, older women are more mature, this is something I think you mentioned before, Mm -hmm. and they're they're settled down, they're not so picky about the fact that I happen to carry a white cane around and my vision doesn't happen to be as good as other people. They, they're more open-minded about the fact that I get around very well on my own and I'm also very independent. And, uh, yeah, they, I, I, they, I just... They can see past that is what you're oh, saying. absolutely. Like, right. And so if there's any older ladies out there, bravo. <laughs> us younger guys are... are some of us are single and, you know, we're I, lo- I love how you, you say you're 52 and talk about being a younger guy. <laughs> yeah, but, but I also love, you know, the, it's just the passion. Like, I, I'm a member of the Royal Canadian Legion, eh? and there's a lot of ladies that are a member there, and, and I'm really feeling 
that it's it that, that, that it's appreciated that I'm there and that I care about them, you know. And good, it's nice to hear. And I'll tell you why the why it's nice to hear what you're t- what you're saying, Dave. Because I'm I talk to women my age, so we're all pushing sixty, right? We're we're fifty five plus, and when we talk about this, many times I hear from women saying, "Oh, men are just like men our age are simply interested in much younger women. If they're out in the dating scene, they just want to be able to go with uh, with younger women." So that middle-aged women feel kind of left out of of the loop and i'm thinking go for the younger guys forget the you know the guys our age <laughs> i love to hold the door for a lady and help her on and off with her coat i love holding her chair for her so if there's ladies out there that hear this i i do like doing those things all a right lot. tell us which legion we can find you at so if there's a woman who yeah, might want to meet you they LaSalle. could go there in LaSalle. In LaSalle. Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. And let's uh, let's remind everybody to buy their poppies while we're talking. Dave, thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Smile, ladies. Smile. Your future is bright. There's a lot of us out there. So encouraging. See, there are men who like the older women. Five one four eight hundred to text in, or five one four seven nine zero zero eight hundred. Um, so you, if you look at the, the number of, of uh, women, 23% of women marry younger guys. And for women between the ages of 35 and 44, it was 41% uh, that are with younger guys. So clearly it's something that we are seeing um, much more. But what is it? I have to tell you, there's one thing I don't like, and it's the, all the terminology. Um, even though, yeah, it's cute or whatever. Oh, you're a cougar. You're such a cougar. What does that imply? Be- that doesn't. It's not very nice, actually, when you think about it, because a cougar is a predator, and looking at women as, uh, you know, being predators over uh, young young men we don't say that about the older guys looking for uh younger girls okay we call we say that they want trophy wives or or things like this or we call the women who are younger gold diggers or we we just make all of these assumptions about people without really talking to people and finding out from them right everybody has a story and why do we jump to these uh, conclusions all the time? Some of them are easy conclusions, like when when you think of uh, um, what's her name, uh, who died. Uh, my God, this is my aging brain. Who was married to the eighty-something-year-old guy in uh, in a wheelchair, the, the Playboy Bunny? With that, like that's we all look at that and we think it's a little weird or a lot weird or at least creepy, or we immediately jump to the conclusion that she's got to be there, uh, for the money. Like it, it's, it's gotta be, there has to be some condition for why she's there, the money, the lifestyle, something. So somebody somewhere, I'm not going to say they get exploited because they're making a choice. So you still have, two consenting adults. And so who are we to judge anyway? If the two of them are making that decision, you don't think that the 90-year-old guy who's with the 30-year-old girl doesn't know that she's there 
uh, not because of his good looks or whatever that that money plays a big part and that if he didn't have uh, a penny to his name that that she would be there of course not can't be that stupid uh he would know but he's getting something out of it he's getting a young wife uh sex and and whatever so it's an exchange yes m- maybe to most of us it's icky uh, but it's an exchange that they have both agreed and uh consented to so why do we have to judge it negatively and is it always the case like sometimes we make judgments on people and that's not exactly uh what's going on right we think that people are taking advantage like younger people are accused of taking advantage of an uh of an older partner older partners are accused of taking advantage of a a younger partner by enticing them with a with a a lifestyle in exchange for sexual favors but or that they're somehow controlling this uh, younger person because they have more uh, life experience or that they're using a younger partner as a trophy to show off. But using is a big word because there is still choice on both sides. When you really think about it, you've got choice happening there. Uh, So we've got uh, Pamela Anderson. No, Anna Nicole Smith. Thank you very much. It's Anna Nicole uh, Smith. Uh, a texter writes, a cougar is not bad. I see it as sexy. Yes, you're right that the, it, it's not, uh, a cougar is a very sleek animal. It can be very beautiful. It's just the terminology. If you look at the definition, it's not, it's not a nice definition. Um, when a woman, uh, when a woman who's 40 dating a 60 year old man, I start to think if she has father issues, I know someone who is involved with a 40 year old and he's 60 and she's pressuring him to get married. He will probably do it to shut her up. Is this real love or convenience for both parties? He's terrified of aging. Can she remind him of younger days or she'll support him in old age? Well, those are all good questions because you're marrying somebody who's 20 years older than you. You are likely going to have to take care of that aging person at some point. So that's a a, a very valid uh, thing to consider. Uh, So you better think about these kinds of things when you uh, get involved in this kind of of relationships. You know, when you think about, oh, we're going to be together forever. We're going to grow old together. You won't grow old together. One of you is going to get old and the other one's not going to be so old. Not that there's there's a guarantee in life that... You, just because you're younger, you'll live longer. There's no guarantee of that, but the likelihood is that. And the whole issue about uh, you must have father issues or mommy issues or something like that, I don't, sometimes that's the case, but oftentimes it's not the case. Uh, people make choices based on other factors and not necessarily because they have some kind of daddy issue. I think we like to stigmatize people and we want to label people especially when they do things that are outside the norm and that we find off-putting somehow or a little strange or what have you. So we, we kind of label it and saying they must have an issue. They must have uh, a problem. But I think that's all part of our, uh, our judgment. Um, Dr. Lori, you are an attractive over 40s woman, well over 40. I'm sure you get checked out by very young men. Aren't you sweet? How do you feel about that? I'm sure listeners will be interested. I have no issue with that. 
sure if you it, it's not i get carded now which is really fun because i ask for seniors discounts <laughs> when uh when i'm eligible for them as a 55 year plus person and it yeah it's fun it's 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 nice it's uh i don't you know i don't have any negative feelings towards that but I'm married, not looking for anybody, so I'm not in that position. But would I date somebody younger if I was single? Probably. How much younger? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Would have to, you know. I think every situation is different and every relationship is different. Well, that was an interesting conversation. Thank you all for all of your texts and sharing your lives with me. I really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you to Chris, our technical producer tonight. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can do that at Dr. Lori Batito through my website, drlori.com. Uh, and don't forget, you can pick up uh, podcasts of all past shows uh, on the website as well. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.